0: Hey friends, it's Kimberly here with Specialty Care Management and Reiki and Coaching. I hope you're off to a fantastic week. Uh, I just wanted to share a couple quick concepts on motivation. In particular, motivation may be around things that maybe are just not so sexy. Things that maybe aren't quite as thrilling. Or What do you do to really motivate yourself to press forward when you really feel like you're in a slump? and it's interesting we engaged in this discussion uh last night with some of my business partners and we were talking about uh basically three types of motivation there's a sensational motivation where um this is very short term like a honeymoon kind of woohoo or like in a sales cycle when you're like woohoo you're gonna make a million dollars in a minute and whatever when you're kind of hyped up on potential and future possibilities. It's sensational, right? It's very short-term, it's not long-lasting. It doesn't sustain for the marathon, right? Situational motivation is also short-term. In a situational motivation kind of scenario, there you're looking at a short-term objective, like uh, maybe a a short-term goal, or maybe some kind of a contest or something like that or you're really looking to have this big win quickly or even a little win, doesn't matter. Um, So then the question comes around to, what about this third type, this sustained motivation? And we find that high achievers or people who we think are high achievers, and it's interesting that term high achievers or overnight successes, you know, these kind of folks, it's a long haul and really they all have something in common in terms of this concept of being a sustainable, a sus- they have this sustained um, motivation uh, about them. And so the question becomes how is it that in our personal lives or our businesses or our jobs, how do we sustain motivation to press forward? And a lot of times, as a matter of fact, I was just talking with a group on Clubhouse, we're talking about in particular burnout among um, health care providers and empathy and some of these concepts that, you know, usually when our motivation is low, our energy is low and our capacity for challenge is low. Um, and that's where usually, you know, burnout happens. And our bandwidth is, is too low to provide the level of energy or empathy or um, even just being able to listen is low. And so it's interesting is when we think about what kinds of things can you do or can I do um, that can help us, you know, be this on a sustained level. How do we stay motivated? And a couple concepts came to my mind. One is, well, actually, a couple of main drivers uh for me personally. For me, uh, and uh, along with a lot of the folks that I work with in my private practice, um, is really tapping into the the uh, those intrinsic motivators. Usually, that comes down to your why. That really has a powerful influence on your drive to continue, Um, and it's a it's a deeper it's a deeper, long lasting if you will motivator so it's not just in terms of that hype right that we're going to make a million dollars in a minute or win a contest or whatever it is Um, now sometimes those things can feed uh, a more sustained type of motivational force right so for instance maybe uh, i have an overarching drive to be really healthy and fit I might view a contest, a race, um, as a situational goal that feeds into my larger goal. I might view maybe a quest for significance. Uh, That tends to be, especially as you look at uh, adult um, development, one of the stages of um, cognitive behavioral development is this phase that we enter in my phase of life. This theory of, uh, I think it was Piaget's theory of uh, um, generativity versus stagnation, right? Where we have this this drive to really leave something significant, to contribute, right? And and when we don't have that, um, then that leads to really low energy, this this um, um, stagnation of energy, if you will. Another powerful concept that comes to mind when I, when I talk to folks about um, this force, this, mo- this long-term sustainable motivating force um, that drives success, whether it's in our personal lives or businesses or what have you. And a, a powerful concept that I frequently uh, bring up is this principle of reframing, right? So a uh, case in point. I might reframe a certain, uh, maybe a task or an activity that's necessary that I don't really enjoy because it feeds into a deeper drive or a deeper why. A good example of this, I'll just share personally. Um, uh, I typically, in my past, I've hated cooking. Not because I don't enjoy good food, but because I'm busy. So who has time to cook? Um, and, you know, there's always a school, you there's, it's you know, it, once upon a time, years past, it was a chore, it was a mundane chore, but I did value family time around my table. And there came a point when I realized that that was something that was missing in my family, that would have a positive impact on a goal that I had set to deepen family relationships. And um, I saw um embracing a, a new joy and passion for cooking as a means to to drive that overarching goal or say for instance in the term you might you one thing that you might hate in a really simplistic thing is laundry who wants to do laundry but i like to have clean clothes all right i like it when my kids leave the door and they don't stink <laughs> so i can choose to reframe that chore Right? I can choose to reframe laundry as something I love to do because it supports this other thing, right? It could be for you, maybe you hate making calls, prospecting. Maybe that's a real chore for you, but you really like developing relationships. You really like serving other people, right? Maybe it's public speaking. Maybe it's presentations that are really hard for you and you don't enjoy them, but you like what comes of it right? You have a goal. And in order for you to hit this goal, you'd really need to learn how to love presentations or calls or prospecting, whatever that might be. So you can choose to reframe a certain thing. And and that can become a motivating force because it's tied to something greater. Does that make sense? It's tied to a deeper drive and a why, right? So Case in point, many years ago I'm in home health, uh, gosh, decades ago, um, I loved the concept of home health. I love being able to teach and educate and empower people in their homes. I love the freedom it gave me to drop my kids off at school and pick them up for the most part, right? And I loved that kind of flexibility. One thing I didn't love was the Oasis. If you're home health, right? Oasis is like a 30-page assessment. It's very in-depth. It's cumbersome. And clinicians will oftentimes leave home health or hospice because of this cumbersome paperwork. And so what I learned to do was to love that. And I sought after experiences to do more of those things until I became proficient in it and could learn to love it. You could apply that same concept in terms of calling or presentations. Seek after opportunities to do those things until you love them or cooking. Find a way to develop a passion for the thing that's going to support the larger goal achievement. And once you do that, it's no longer a chore. It's very energizing, right? It's a powerful shift that you actually take control of your psyche This driver right here in between your two ears that's super powerful. And then it becomes a subconscious driver. And what you'll find is that the work that maybe once upon a time or the task or the activity that once upon a time wasn't enjoyable becomes something that nourishes you. And that is powerful. I don't know. I'd love to hear from you. What are some things that you do to maintain a high level of motivation? To sustain your capacity for motivating yourself and your others uh, for achievement, some ideas that people shared last night were um, opening new accounts. Uh, we do consumer education and marketing for a major manufacturer, so that was one thing that they mentioned. Or listening to a, a podcast, listening to a, a, a motivational kind of talk or a training. Uh, something like that might be uh, empowering for you. Others might find time in solitude to be very empowering. And you might find that there's a situational ebb and flow. Some folks are highly energized by time conversing and deep, deep conversion uh, conversations with other folks and other people. It's going to be time in the, in the mountains or the wilderness. And For some of us, it's a hybrid of things, but I would be interested to hear for you personally, what helps you stay in your peak state to stay motivated um, for your highest goal achievement? I'd love to hear. Make it a great day, friends.